Oh, dude, uh, me and my girlfriend, we put these pictures up on the wall. What do you, what do you think of that? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's nice. Cute. Eh. Hey everyone, this is Punch in the Face, your weekly wake-up call to make the necessary changes that you need in your life. This week, we're talking about lying in the workplace, how to identify it, and what to do about it. So we're talking about lying because it's something that's become a constant roadblock for us, and it's something that's come up a lot of times, yeah. and a real frustration. Um, so essentially, we're seeing lying in the workplace, trickling down from the top, creating quite a toxic work culture, um, and that's something that is becoming more and more sort of unsustainable. So Jonathan's going to kick us off because I know you would love to as well because I got a cool, like, I don't know, an hour or two? I literally called you right after. Yeah, just saying, okay, everything in that article ticks a box. So go and read the article after. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, kick us off with your story of betrayal uh, and mistrust at your previous Yeah, company. let's do it. All right, let's take it back to 2010. I was 19 years old. I saw this vision of my life, this dream of working for this company. And for three years, the toughest time in my life, trying to move to the country of Germany, of where this company was, getting a contract, like a German contract for an American, totally crazy. I did it, started this company. You know, I, I worked my way up. You know, I, I did failures. I did successes. I, I, you know, I went through everything. Had. Success. Had had success. Oh, get out of here with this language. Uh, <laughs> talk about British and English. Anyway, uh, I worked my way up, and then I got to a point where I think it was 2014. Yeah, uh, where my bosses, you know, sat me down in a room. They said, you know, Jonathan, you're doing you, you're doing great work. Like, let's uh, let's have a conversation about your future. And I was like, okay, sure. They said, well, we got this great this great new event for you. It's this wonderful thing. We're gonna you're gonna do great at it. And we need you, so would you like to take it? I was like, of course I mean, oh my That's God. such, always a good phrase. Oh. Be wary if you hear, we need you. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like, why? Yeah. Um, and, and of course, I was like, oh, this is an amazing opportunity. I was flipping out about it and everything. And three days later, I get called to the office again, except it's not the same kind of aura or energy in the office. Everybody's dead silent. Nobody knows what's going on. All they know is that someone is going to Berlin, like the far away. Because like no everyone wanted to stay. Right, everybody town, wanted to stay right? in yeah. the town and like just be it's happy. Like a weird little Cadbury land. Yeah, it was just crazy. It's and they, Cadbury, by the way. They bring, <laughs> they bring me in and literally are saying, okay, the top guy wants you to go to this new digital product. We don't know what, what it is, but they need you to go and bring it further. So we need to give them reasons why you're not going to do it. And I'm like, wait, what? Why I'm not going to do it. I don't even know what it is. And they're like, yeah, but it's, it's, tech. it's, it's tech. It's tech. It's digital. Yeah. Do you know what an iBeacon is? Do you know what an Apple Watch is? And I'm like, I mean, I have an idea. They're like, what if you fail? You know, it could be the end of your career. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like literally three days ago, you're like giving me the, the best shot of my career. And now you're saying I'm not worth anything. Like yeah. I bought into it and now they're clearly lying to me. And it's just like I'm a puppet. And uh, they're the puppeteers, and it was just, oh, I was heartbreaking. It was how what out of interest? What was like the? Because what I wanted to delve into is like, what were the implications of that? So like you know, there's there's a point, and it happens with any type of relationships where yeah. you probably get like, oh my god, they've just lied to me, haven't they? Yeah. And then from my experience, and when I was writing about, for example, is that 
then everything comes into question. Suddenly this like nice perfect world shatters a bit. Yeah. Like, like what do you believe now? Literally. Like, literally. Is, is this even real life? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was exactly it. Every exaggeration. Every, everything that I knew about that company, the way that it was managed, even my department was just totally flipped upside down. Enough of my stuff though. I mean, Henry, I know you've got something too, right? Come on. Yeah, I mean, that's why I read the article. Come um, on. <laughs> I do have a story, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was inspired to write this from reading Sam Harris's short book online. So he's a really famous neuroscientist, interesting guy. Um, and it got me thinking about like where lying has played a part in my life. And at the moment, for example, in, in the workplace, it's a real issue. Um, Finding out that you're lied to from someone at the top of the company really makes you lose trust in the rest of the company. So from my experience, for example, like I was sold this mission that was saving the world, blah, 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 when I joined the company and like naively bought into it. And it sort of gradually turned out that it's more, hey, let's get contracts off this big energy company rather than actually being that bothered about what we do in the long term. Like, are we saving uh, households energy or not it's just like hey like this is easy money at the moment let's spend it splash it on whatever um so yeah once i sort of realized i've been lied to by the people at the top then i started just questioning everything like you lose trust in absolutely everything whenever someone tries to motivate you or sell a vision to you or an idea to you now i'm just like incredibly skeptical <laughs> it's just Everything, everything that comes to me, I'm like, okay, do I believe this or is someone just manipulating? And it's exactly the same situation you had, where it's like, yeah. you know you're being played and sometimes probably not, but because you've been played once, you now just don't trust anything. And I think where I find it really interesting, like obviously lying happens all the time, unfortunately, um, but the consequences are way bigger than just that one lie. So as I said, one it can be a small lie, for example, that makes you completely lose trust in everything. Uh, and then you start losing trust in other people because it's, for example, if I lied to somebody, then why couldn't the other 10 people around me have lied to me? Well, especially I'm sure if there was uh, people in the office that were really going after that vision. Well, exactly. And it's like, okay, either they're just really naive or they're just realizing that they sort of have to get behind this vision to make everyone else think that it's a vision. Yeah. Whereas everyone's sort of like <laughs> playing this funny game where it's yeah, like, yeah. No one wants to admit they don't give a shit, but they sort of have to play the game, right? To just keep it like you've seen it, obviously. Um, Sounds like they need a punch in the face. I think, they need a punch <laughs> in the face. I think it would work for sure. Um, yeah, and interesting, like I've seen it, that has trickled down not only from like the top, but it also, as I said, like across relationships, like on my level, let's say, with the little people. Um, and there are some tangibles that this is where it's relevant for you guys that you can probably see in your workplace. Things like not allowing people to work remotely even a day a week suggests mistrust because they're essentially, it's on the assumption that you can't be trusted to do your job without someone looking over your shoulder, which is uh, literally what school is like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just so true. And that really relates and creates a toxic culture. Right? Yeah, I think, that's the, I think that's the key to it, is it's not just like one or two people, it's the trickle-down effect that affects culture, makes that culture toxic. And then you just see all these different manifestations of yeah. it, whether it's they're like not trusting you to work remotely or people 
uh, working long hours because there's no trust that you'll just get your shit done. That is so bull, though. You know, <laughs> it's, it's such bullshit. Oh my god! So many, so many companies, so many startups. Yeah. They all think that long hours equals more efficiency and more production. Yeah. And it's just but not it true. It celebrates it. It's you'll get a pat on the back if you're in it. Yeah. Or you go like, say, you see colleagues and like, say people will just come in and be, oh my god, I was in the office till like eleven last night. Right. I even read an I article the other day about retarded. Elon Musk sleeping in the production like hall yeah. of of his company, and that's what it's related to. Like that means success essentially in order to like further like increase production or solve the solve the problems faster to me it's like guy you know it's also so simplistic take coming from him he said uh he says you need to work long hours to right your competition right Right. he's like okay i think he's writing everything right uh i mean he's taking people to space and i'm doing a podcast in berlin (laughs) uh so he's usually really right, but on that it seems a really blunt approach. I just want to see. I would love to to have a conversation with Elon one day about that and like question yeah. that and to talk about so like yeah, you can fucking sleep eight hours. How does that work? Yeah, exactly. Elon, go and fucking sleep. Go sleep, dude. <laughs> go do some sleeping. Even how he says stop like, doing your space now. <laughs> just stop it for what, like four hours. Come on. It's how he. It, it's the same principle of. Um, Going on vacation, and when going on vacation, space shuttles blow up, blow up but I don't know. I hey, think, what? Yeah, that was like his whole thing. He went on vacation like one time in uh, SpaceX. Right, you know? Oh, right, right, right. And it's just... Oh, what? And the thing he blew up? It blew up, yeah. Well, because he wasn't there. Because he, quote unquote, wasn't there. But again, I, I just think it's the it's that false mentality that working long hours just like... Yeah. Equals more efficiency. Yeah. Equals more, oh, he's doing good work. You know, yeah. like, get out of here. Yeah, it's just this bullshittiness. Sorry, just bullshit. I don't yeah, know how to use bullshit. It's just the false culture. Um, which, that's, we're digressing there, trying to come back to lying. It's related. Like, yeah, it, it just shows, or it's another example of how one small thing just trickles down. Yeah. Um, and my conclusion has been, um, and from talking to sort of other people in entrepreneurship, that once a culture has crystallized or once... A culture exists it's super hard to change oh yeah totally i mean even with uh you know like 10 20 people it's really really hard to change because they're all drinking the same juice they're yeah. saying this is what <laughs> we're doing yeah this is what we're doing this is how we're going to keep it yeah and then because people don't even notice it no they and they it's don't want it i'm mean, secretly lying because yeah. it's so even culturally it's normal like we were talking last week right about Having read this book, I now try and stop myself lying. Like, what's your example? Oh, that, invite, was it you're invited to a party? Yeah, I was invited to a Halloween party. <laughs> and the guy was like, hey, you want to come to my party? And I was like, no, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> like, but that's fine. Straight up, yeah. But the thing is, you'll be... This dude's probably like, oh my God, Jonathan's such a dick. No, I said it's super nice. I said it nice. I was like, hey man, thanks for the invite. I'm, I'm probably not going to come though. But it's also the fact you I shouldn't honest. even said probably because I you definitely just, was not going to exactly, That's a fucking lie. You just lied to him. <laughs> you literally lied to him. I thought I was not lying. But we don't even notice. True. So stuff like that, it's why it's so hard. Once you do a little thing like that, like that guy can't trust you because you said you're probably going to come. No, I said I'm probably not going to come. But there was a chance. But I, and yeah, you exactly. But you knew that wasn't a chance. True. He probably knows it was But I was true. consciously doing He's not going to call you up anymore, which maybe was what you wanted, but you're, you're now an untrustworthy I just girl. didn't want to go to the fucking party, you know? <laughs> can't, isn't there, can't, can't there just be a button like, fuck your party, I don't want to go? But it's also, I mean, that, it would sort of be useful if I got invited to parties more, but I know like 10 people invited. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Like, what's wrong with that? We digress. Um, yeah, back to the point. Uh, 
So, if a culture becomes toxic... You gotta leave. Yeah, because, I mean, that's it's not gonna it. change. It's not gonna change. Just for the record, you are a hypocrite. I'm a complete hypocrite. Ah, I just listened to the to the. I just lied. I just lied. What did you say? I think we're both hypocrites. I know I'm a hypocrite. You know you're a fucking hypocrite. You, no, and I'm a fucking like, hypocrite. There's evidence that you're a hypocrite. Literally, in the last clip, if you listen but back. I know that I lied about something. This What was it? You've definitely know. lied this podcast. I mean, I've lied. Definitely. Definitely. I just lied. Listen, if you go back to the last clip before that ding, like whatever that was. Right before that, I, I literally said about the, about the <laughs> Halloween party that I said, I'm definitely not, I'm not going to come. You fucking And, and I, fucking, I fucking lied. But then even right after that, I said, <laughs> no, I said it all nice. I'm probably not going to come. I didn't say that. The yeah, only way we're going to know, cards. we're literally crumbling. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, we literally just talked about what you need to do. You need to identify it. Right? So I'm identifying. So you are the problem. You're making our culture toxic. Yeah, but I'm identifying it. That's how you, you are fucking toxic. That is how <laughs> that is how you do it. You say, okay, I just lied. Let's admit it. I'm admitting. Yeah, be aware. And I this, can't even believe this is like on the live yeah, thing right so now. This uh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is actually also. I mean, you can probably tell this is unscripted. But, uh, <laughs> this ties into the last point that I go on to make, which is that you're so unaware of lying. It, it's, it's become so natural, like the small white lies. Yeah. You say, okay, white lies are fine. Like saying your girlfriend looks nice when she doesn't. Or, right, yeah. telling me my pictures look nice on the wall, <laughs> even though you think it's probably junk, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, but the point is, is you're so unaware of it because it's such a cultural norm and other people do it. Right. So you're like, okay, this is fine. You want to just be, you want to be yeah. uh, personal. So again, it's not like, I, for example, having read about lying and now written about lying, I want to lie less yeah. to the point that I never lie, but I'm also, I'm not an angel and I'm never going to be, I mean, particularly not with this like scraggly beard. I bet Jesus like, yeah. <laughs> um, what are you talking about? <laughs> get out of here. Anyway. And we digress. The point is that you're never going to get rid of it and it's always going to be around you. Um, but admit so, it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think there's two points. One is like, one is... Admit it to yourself, right. so be more conscious of it. Conscious of it. Rather than yeah. just automatically going, like, oh, I can't come because like, my foot hurts. Or, right. Like, no, so just be like, no, I just don't want to go to your party. Yeah, just be like, hey, sorry, I didn't want to go. Like, I'm going out less at the moment, or I've got... Yeah, but that's a lie. Unless well, you really, true. if you're really no, not, but it's avoiding the truth. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, exactly. Yeah. You just did it again. We're both toxic. You're toxic. <laughs> um, just tell the truth. I don't want to go to your party. Yeah. It doesn't like maybe yeah. not be. You don't have to be rude. But well, you, right? You can just say exactly. But it, it's also it's like a long. It's in your long term interest, right? So your short term interest to say a little white lie, like no, right. it's not then that damaging. But the problem is, is like that person knows that you've lied to a small extent, uh, and anyone that's heard that. So say you're on the phone to this guy, and this is a great example. Sam Harris gives. You're on the phone to this guy. You lie to him. I know you're lying. I can't then trust. I don't trust you. Right. So you've lost my trust, his right. trust, and anyone else that can hear. And the more you do that, the more people's trust you lose. So yes, you'll probably piss some people off by just saying like, no, sorry, I don't want to see you. <laughs> you're annoying. But maybe you don't like that person anyway. Exactly. And or, that's why you're doing it. Or there's a problem. Or they have an issue. Like maybe they're just annoying. Yeah. And they should know that. It's actually your right. Right. Sorry, it's their right to know that they have an issue and that you have an issue with it. That reminds me of an example. Yeah, you want to hear me? I look. <laughs> you looked accusing me. It reminds me of an example. Go for it. There was literally a time in my life years ago where I was hanging out with this guy, like yeah. just friends or whatever, 
And I just realized I just don't like the guy. <laughs> and I and I told one of my friends, and she told me, tell him. I'm like, what are you talking about? Tell him. Yeah. She said, tell him that you don't like him. I'm like, why would I do that? She said, because then you can move on and he can move on. And yeah. then you don't have to fake it anymore. And you know what? I did it. I went to the guy six in the morning at the bus stop because we worked in the same place. And he was there. Hey, man, what's going on? I'm like, hey, I got to just tell you, I don't want to hang out anymore. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I just don't like hanging out with you. <laughs> no one does Literally, that. no one does that. But you know what? It was great because now we don't have to fake it anymore. And, and I felt relieved. Did you tell him why? I just, I just told him I don't like hanging out with you. Oh, you you got to give like good feedback. He didn't, I mean, you he didn't, like maybe it's like, hey, like, I don't like hanging like out your face. I, I mean, or, it was years ago now. Or you're like, you just keep making the same joke that's really unfunny <laughs> or you tell really shitty stories. See, I, yeah. So, anyway, it's good you're honest. I think that brings us to a good summary point of how can people look at this right now <clears throat> with three, three kind of steps. Yeah. Um, so I would say identify lying, whether yeah, it's yourself or whether it's in your workplace or like friends, girlfriend, whatever. Uh, number two, decide what to do about it. So I think... Yeah, and that's hard. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, but, I mean, what's your tolerance there? If it's in the workplace, are you happy to work in a culture? Like, can you tolerate lying and a toxic work culture. If so, that's fine, it's your decision. If not, then you've got to move on to step three, which is making changes. So uh, again, if you are unhappy with those situations in certain relationships, then just accept they're not gonna change. Uh, your work culture will remain toxic, so remove yourself from that toxic culture. Exactly. Find another job or whatever, or There's like personal relationships. There's plenty of people, there's plenty of jobs out there. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's a fairly simple thing. It's like identify, decide what to do, and make the change, right? Yep, and that's it. And uh, yeah, that's lying for you. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Uh, this concludes, I think, our first podcast ever. Yeah, I think we can... <laughs> Did it. So the crowd's going wild in here. One off the checklist. Uh, but yeah, we just wanted to talk and explain a bit of who we are and what we're doing here and essentially we want to make sure that uh, we're, we're helping people change their lives because that's something that we're passionate about. Yeah, so our, our vision, uh, I mean over the last few months we've been discussing what we want to do in life uh, because we want to make changes in our own lives. Uh, we want to impact millions of lives by encouraging and motivating people to change and also eventually showing them potential steps they can take to make that change. Um, yeah. So part of that is really you guys being part of our journey. Um, hopefully we have insights that are useful for you, but also we want you to follow our journey from day one. To Make it very transparent. Yeah, exactly. Because I think something that you only ever see with entrepreneurs is the, the finished product. You see the Zuckerbergs and the Elon Musk. You don't and that's see not the... transparent at all. It's yeah. like, you, yeah, yeah I mean... But it also, it's a myth because you don't see the hard work that they've put True. in from like, you know, 10 and years And it's almost, before. it's discouraging when that happens, no? Exactly. I think there's a massive gulf between saying, okay, I want to make change and then, hey, I'm Mark Zuckerberg with billions of dollars right. and running right. a slightly morally dubious social media. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, we want you to follow our journey. We're going to make mistakes on the way. Totally. Uh, we probably made a million mistakes right now in our language. <laughs> we just lied to you. We, we lied. To it's horrible. But uh, anyway. at the same time, we want to also create this journey with you. We can't do it without you guys. So if you really want to help influence us, we need your feedback. Yeah. So we want feedback, any criticisms, anything we can improve. Um, get in touch with us uh, via email. At the, we'll attach that to the end of this podcast. Um, 
And if you want to also just contribute. Um, yeah, if whether you want to call be, in even. Exactly, call in, talk to us, uh, speak to us on the phone. Um, but also we're looking at open sourcing our business plan, um, articles, etc. So any feedback and help is super appreciated. Would be awesome. So I think that's the... Yeah, that's so that, the, is, that is goodbye that, from that Punch is, in the that Face. Is it. That's, that's it, Punch in the Face, episode one in the books. We'll be back next week with another Punch in the Face to hopefully <laughs> inspire you, motivate you to change something in your life. Cheers.